Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Good evening, good day, wherever you are around the world. It is the Spurs Show. Thanks for joining us tonight. Apologies, I've got a bit of a croaky voice today. Um, this is Mike Lee. Uh, joining us tonight, well, one of our guests is not here yet, uh, but should be here soon. But returning, uh, Mr. Matt Creeley. Evening, Mike. Nice to see you. And, you. and making his debut, a man, I believe, not only a BAFTA Award winner, Academy Award nominee... Correct. That's, That's we've right. never had a, Don't academy. forget that. No, absolutely not. And the, 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 the writer of the wonderful Stan Nolly film, you haven't seen it, I urge you to go and see it. Lovely to have you here. Jeff Pope joins us. Good evening. Thank you so much for coming along tonight. Before we look back at the Chelsea debacle and the Arsenal draw and ahead to Dortmund and Southampton, firstly, Jeff, as it's your first, first appearance in the Spurs show, can you remember your first game? First game you saw? Yes, it was, um, I, I was racking my brains. It was, it was, I think, the season before um, Ardiles and Villa joined. Okay, so it was 77, 78. Yeah, we, they joined 78. So, so 76, I'd have been 15. That sounds <coughs> right, about okay, right. So right. it would have been that season. And I have in my head, um, I'm going to say Brighton, but I don't think no. they were in the... First division, then were they? Well, the season we went up to yeah. the first division, they missed out. Okay, on goal difference. Well, I've got. Well, I maybe can, it was the second division season. Possibly. I can remember. Um, maybe, maybe because the season before then was the second division. Okay, and then we came up. Oh, maybe I watched so, them in yeah. the second division. Yeah, yeah, okay. you would have done. It would wow. have been a second division. Yeah, game. yeah, it must and have I been. Think, yeah, and I think it was. I think we drew with Brighton. Yes, we lost away. I know we lost three one at the Goldstone Ground. Yes, yeah, but I think it might have been a draw. Yes, it wasn't tremendously yeah. exciting. I remember that, um, and I remember, uh, I because rem- no seating, obviously. No, and I can remember that moment when when 
there's a sort of a, as a body you move and being kind of up against a barrier mm. and being a bit frightened and thinking, oh, oh, I can't do anything here. And some fella said to me, behind, shouted behind, which swear you word swear, breathed out. Right, I oh, really. <laughs> <laughs> it was that tight. Um, but uh, Hoddle, I remember. I remember um, there was there was a, 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 a Republic of Ireland midfielder, Jimmy Holmes. Jimmy Holmes, yes, I he was him. on our show recently. Was he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Son, don't know why he sticks he's out in my mind. He's driver in Coventry. Is he? Yeah. I can he remember getting a Coventry party around. round of applause for a, something tidy in midfield and a back pass. And right. I joined in with the applause and again someone said, he's just passed it back to the goalkeeper. Yeah. So it was a very, well, very undistinguished... Well. Yeah, just they, very well. Yeah. It's a good exercise to was try Was your family all Spurs or was it, was it friends that introduced you? No, it and was... It was I, well, it's a curious thing. I thought that my dad supported Spurs, mm. so I kind of liked them. Um, I rem- and then we, then we won the UEFA Cup, right. which helped a lot. Mm. I then discovered years later that dad, my dad... In fact, my dad's team was Fulham. Right. And my brother supported West Ham. We lived right. in Nor- in Middlesex, in Uxbridge, oh, okay. near right, there. Okay. So <coughs> there weren't that many Spurs fans yeah. at school, but they were sort of QPR around there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Chelsea and mm. Man United yeah. because they won at that. You know, yeah. they, they were the Bobby Charlton era. So, um, no, I... So you don't actually know why you became no, a Spurs fan? No, it's a fan. curious thing. You're right, I don't. Like yeah. my sons, I can say... Because yeah. I took them to a game at White Hart Lane, and yeah. then exactly, I indoctrinated yeah. them. So I don't really remember. I kind of yeah. slipped into it, but it stuck. That's not. But that's that's a, a good reason. It yeah. just it was a calling. Yes, I like. Yeah, that's a nice way of thinking you know, about it. Yeah, it was, had to, had to happen. Matt, what was, when was your first game? When was when did, my first game? Was uh, I remember it? 1984, Chelsea at home. Oh, wow. We won four one. Oh, wow, John Chadozzi, um, oh, wow. Matt Falcao. And uh, I bought a little sign. I just remember it, you know. I just, I was, what I was just. Sign was it? it was just like um, Spurs at eight years old. I think I was ninety-four. I was nine, so I was like, you know, I Spurs fucking hate Chelsea. Okay. Yeah, no, no. One of those. Sort it, of... It, it, I just, I just remember. It. I was sitting in the old East Stand, right. so it was an amazing experience for me. Yeah. You know, I loved Hoddle. That was my man. So we all to, loved Hoddle to see him play at that. Yeah. You know, nine years old. Yeah. In fact, I used to write. You know, at school, you, can you write a story this weekend? And for about three terms, I just write about Spurs. You know, in yeah. the, the and they beat Arsenal. And the teacher said to my parents, um, "He's doing really well. He was writing, but can he stop writing about Spurs?" Yeah. <laughs> She's probably a gooner. Yeah, that's so, probably why. So there you go. Well, there are we a little stroll down memory lane, right? Well, obviously, we, we, let's talk about the Arsenal game first, and then we'll sort of go back to the Chelsea game. Um, it, the last time I did the show was two weeks ago, and I was talking about the title. Yeah. I was got I got ahead of myself. Yeah, I was as with a Spurs you. fan. I was thinking, if we do this, if we do that, it's all turned to shit. We're now hopefully going to get a Champions League place. That's basically what's happened. Jeff, what, what, I mean, you, you went to the game on. Uh, did you go to the game? The no, watched you watched it. it? Watched it. Yeah. What, what, what do you think? Because it was sort of. I, I don't think either team played particularly well. No. But when you look on ch- actual clear chances and incidents, mm. we were kind of glad to take a draw. I, I'm not. Uh... Yes, yeah, I suppose it's fair. No, I was going to say, I, I mean, I, also thinking of the Chelsea game, but yeah, we yeah. didn't have a shot on target, but uh, yeah. Winks smashed the crossbar. I mean, that was... Yes, that yeah, was, that came, yeah. That was a beautiful shot. I, th- I, re- I was thinking, like you, I think we had that incredible game against Dortmund. Yeah. 
we then won rather streakily against Leicester. Mm. But, but there's, a, there's been a succession of, of two ones and very unspurs-like Well, I don't think we played well in the league and won in the league since Everton away around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. If you, I, if you're I really remember honest. the game and I think you're right. Yeah. But, but then we beat, we beat Dortmund, we beat Leicester and then we've got a big break now. So I'm thinking, great, mm. you know, let's send the boys off for warm weather training. They can relax. Yeah. Kane's going to be back. Maybe Ali too. Yeah. And it was the worst thing that could have happened to us. We yeah. seem to have completely lost our rhythm. Um, against um, Chelsea and Arsenal, those players that have had to step into the breach, you know, most, most notably um, Sonny, it's gone off the boil. Mm. Uh, we look like we don't know how to play again. And you can't blame We've Kane. lost the fluences gone, yeah. hasn't it? And, uh, you know, then, then we're hesitant. I mean, I, a bit like Larice Sanchez, who I think has many, many qualities, but you just got this horrible feeling that there's a mistake in him. Mm. And, and the penalty for Aubameyang, um, uh, when he got, it, it wasn't a penalty, but it was so stupid what he did. Yeah. I was watching it and my wife was in the kitchen and I couldn't think how to express my rage and frustration other than I walked into the kitchen I had tracky bottoms on and I pulled them down. I don't know why I did that, but I pulled them down and she looked at me and I said, it's a fucking penalty. Why the tracky bottoms had to come down, I don't know. But... So I think we, we have, I think you're right. Um, we've lost, Mike, we've lost our rhythm. Yeah. And I don't quite know why. Well, I, I suppose I do. It was a break and that feeling that, like when we, just before we lost to Arsenal, we played really, really well. Yes, absolutely. And I, I suppose with the elite sportsmen are the same as everyone else. They must have something in their brain which thinks, ah, oh, great, we've cracked it now. And yeah. that's the moment when you... Well, I mean, Kane came out and sort of said that there was, he, first first players actually admitted there Matt, is there, is, there is an issue is. with these key games. And for Kane to mention it, I thought was quite telling. Well, I thought Saturday, um, it was a strange one. You know, the, the atmosphere was okay. Well, so that lunchtime kickoff. It just it? ruins it's it, you know. You're you really know, tired. It, oh, I, I can't stand the 12. I can't stand the 12.30, but at Wembley anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, and again, we're not going to talk about last week, Wednesday, but we just didn't start well. Mm. Again... And the you know when I looked, I sit up behind behind the goal up and I can't remember what stand the West End River is. Thinking three five two, Danny Rose is great as it, but Trippier is not. Um, well, don't you think we were expecting Aubameyang and Lacazette to start together? Hence, he played the three centre backs. Possibly, to counsel but those. I reg- assume that's why. Re- with Alderweireld, uh, Vertonghen, and, and Sanchez, you're always quite comfortable. And it's not, a, you know, I'm not here to slag players off and people slag. Players. But Trippier has been absolute dog mm. for about no, six months now, and it, that was the game where, if that's the formation you're going to put, Aurier would be better suited in that in that role as a, as a right wing back against Dortmund he didn't have the greatest game but he I didn't do he that well. bad yeah he, yeah, yeah. He didn't, he didn't make any massive errors like he normally and it, does you know maybe you know does Poch not trust him does he not trust Carl Walker-Peters because Trippier is literally he's just all over the shop that he had one pup cross that cross that just he like just leathered it and literally went down on his knees he couldn't believe he he did yeah, it and he's probably one of the best crosses of, of the ball in the premiership when, not he, just when, in Tottenham. He, when he doesn't have time to think about it yeah, he's a great so, cross of the ball and you know for, for a team that played 3-5-2 use, you know channeling out onto the wings we spent a lot of time trying to put the ball through the middle and Ericsson got lost well Ericsson's another one I mean again Harry Winks 
who I thought played well against Chelsea, obviously had a hip injury. When Winks isn't there and you have to go Sissoko and Wanyama, who's barely played, it's and then an out-of-form Ericsson, an out-of-form Son, mm. you then go, this, this, this is a problem. And Arsenal played well. I mean, I, they, you they know. Didn't, they didn't frighten me, Arsenal. Yeah. And the goal was, all right, he took it well, but it was a complete it was freak. Yes. He tried to head freak. the ball in his own well, half. They were running far too hard. I was, wait, I was waiting for, because I thought it was Sanchez who was coming back. It was Wanyama, because it was mm. Sanchez who made the mistake. Yeah, and yeah, I, was, yeah. I was just, we were standing up going, make the, t- make the tackle. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't make the tackle, and it was like, and then when he scored, he went running off, and he was like pointing at the pitch, and I was thinking, you, you know, you mm. typical gooner. But but but, but the, the, they scored. They scored like fifteen minutes, so we mm. kind of knew we had plenty of time. Yeah. And the second, but even the second half was very disjointed. I mean, Danny Rose, famous. I don't know if you saw the Danny Rose quotes. He said that Pochettino at halftime gave him a real rallying, yeah, yeah, I read kind that. of thing. He said, and all the time I've been playing football, it's one of the most moving halftime talks he's he's ever encountered so and and, uh, because apparently Pochettino is very kind of calm and just talks about tactics so clear but the one thing I noticed in the first half Poch didn't get up once in the first half no he did not get up once we kept saying that he has not moved out of his which again is a bit telling by the Burnley thing I think he's sort of felt embarrassed that he lost it yeah Um, one other point about after the Dortmund game Mm. and I got I got laughed at by a couple of people I mentioned it to but one, the best player on the pitch that day was Jan Vertonghen. Mm. And um, I, I wondered, I mean, I know Rose is playing well, but I, I wondered why you wouldn't... Um, why, his delivery from a wide position on the left is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that, that ball for Son to score the first goal against Dortmund. Mm. And I, you know, all right, you lose a... I suppose you lose a, a centre-half, but, but if you've got Sanchez and Alderweireld in the middle, Vertonghen on the left, I don't know what you do with Danny Rose, but... I just thought he Danny played Rose so went, well. Danny Rose went to centre mid, and we were calling yeah, that, for the ball to it, come out. Oh, he was when he was in centre mid. It was terrifying though because well, it was, but it was also he quite kept funny. The, yeah, gone past the... Rick, Rick, Rick Mason's joined us. Well, hello, Rick. How are you? I, well, I'm I'm fine. I got held up by the trains, and I, I think know. there's an analogy there yeah. because uh, I got a bus straight away. I got a train straight away. I got I had hope. Right at the very you got, beginning. You got, you're off to Dortmund tomorrow. And then I'm what off to Dortmund tomorrow. What time does it start tomorrow? But, uh, at 6.30. But, um, but then just as I was really, really hopeful, uh, somebody got ill on the train. Oh, no. And then there was a problem with the doors. And I'm here late. So I had are. all that hope. And <coughs> then it was taken away from me. And, yeah. and that kind well of sums up our season. No, really. I thought you were just arriving late in the box like Ali. You yeah. Know. Oh. <laughs> he ghosted in. But we're just obviously talking about the, the Arsenal game. We got back in the game. I know, I mean, again, this thing about VAR and everything. Is it Peter Walton? Was, I watched the analysis when I got back, yeah. BT Sports. He yeah. said it was an error. He was offside. Mark Clattenberg in the papers today says, no, yeah. the rule, rule 11.2 yeah. is you're not offside until your right. ball's actually towards you. That's right. And other pundits are going, yeah, but once the ball's going towards you, you are in play. No one knows the offside rule. It's shocking. But, and, and, the, and the one thing, that, the one person who's not going to help you with that is the BT Sport ref expert. He was useless. Every, they all are. Yeah. All they ever do is support what the referee says. Yeah. The I mean, they, they, would, yeah, they, they won't didn't go even have the, I thought Genus was going to say something. They didn't even have the courage to say that the uh, Aubameyang penalty was clearly not a penalty. Yeah. And, you know, okay, we can understand why the referee gave it. I mean, in open play, you 
you thought, ooh, what's that? But when you looked at it on slow motion, yeah, for that Walton to say, no, he's made the right decision there, he didn't. It was a ref- nonsense. The referee had an absolute shock. He was anyway. awful. And then he said, I thought the Chelsea game was terrible as well. And everyone said, oh, he's letting the game flow. No. And also we had to listen to McManaman going on and on and on. You know, I don't know about you, but yeah, I have to watch, right, you watch the game live, but then you've got to watch Match of the Day and hear their commentary. If I'm not... Before you properly put the seal on it. And it's especially BT Sports, I... Do find myself now watching a game without the volume up. Yeah, that, that yeah. I, I just I can't take I some do, of those. Um, as, as you know, Mike, I do a lot of work with Keith Hackett, mm. and uh, he's always got something to say about the referees. He reckons this is probably the poorest pool of referees I think that we've I think ever I say, had. I say it every In, every game I watch, yeah. Yeah. none of them were good enough to go to the World but Cup. What really what really upset me a couple of games ago was that. I actually thought the best of a bad bunch was Michael Oliver. Mm. And he instead was of that, off, wasn't he? He was, he's, he's got absolutely appalling. But he was one, one of the youngest. Them. I was th- watching the game back. Why are so many referees, I'm guessing in their 60s, you know, I don't, they all look quite old. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they like young ex-players who got injured 24, 25? Doing cricket, umpires. Uh, doing money. it. Well, it's still really badly paid. The money's not in it. Abuse. I've, you know, I've, I've been speaking to not just Keith, but other mm. referees as, as well. And uh, the the players, when they leave, they, they've they been earning it. so much money... <coughs> right. That don't need the aggravation. They, they don't need the aggravation. Don't they don't really. want to go into it. I know that. what you mean about they get, they get grief, they get abuse, but there are some German, Dutch... I can't mm. think of their names... But they have a sort of an authority about them and they'll make a decision which 50% of the people watching it are going to say that's a ridiculous decision. But, but referees here seem to adopt that arrogant high-handedness. Yes. No, no, that's my decision. Mm. Walk away. Yeah. And, and I just think they get it wrong on an on a, on a interpersonal basis. Mm. Before you even question the quality of, this, of the decision, I just think they're so... It's all about them. I mean, it did go to our favourite as well. OK, their penalty wasn't great save, but I, mean, I didn't notice at the time that Vertonghen was, had encroached in the area. So, so you so, could argue it'll take it again. So did Iwobi. I, I paused it and looked yeah. at it again. Everyone's talking about Vertonghen. Yeah. But Iwobi, you got the cross in, had also encroached. Well, I yeah. it was quite yeah. strange that... I think he was on match... I can't remember, remember whether it was match of the day or sky now, but they actually said that it was because of how much... Vertonga oh, yeah, had encroached yeah, into the box. And I'm thinking, well, surely it's either encroaching, encroaching in the box or it isn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Quite right. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, talk about Hugo, obviously we'll talk about Chelsea again in a minute, but it was, it was an awful penalty, but he still saved it. Do you think, Matt, this hopefully could be a turning point now, getting this point where we could have lost again? Uh, with obviously this huge game coming up tomorrow. So tomorrow is a huge game, massive. Just get out of there with a cheeky 2-1 loss. Saturday's massive, Southampton. Who were playing well. They played. They were very unlucky against Manchester. They United. were, but I do, you know, this thing about United, yeah, they are playing well, but are they? You know, they've got some, they've had some lucky, apart from us when we should smash them. And then we've got a three-week break, is it, till mm. we play Liverpool. Yeah. And so... <coughs> We probably turn the corner at the right time because our, our midfield's decimated. Mm. You know, Ali is a big miss. You don't realise how good Deli Ali is. You, you notice how much you miss Ali he on, is on the Arsenal game. It's, God, the, it's the linking. It's the link. Here's the thing. That may well have been our last game at Wembley. Well, this is which the reports means, today this could have been the last yeah, game. So if that's true, 
How long is it going to take us to settle down in the new stadium? Well, don't and that could the, affect results I, 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 of I games take, that we would though. take I, three points listen, from. Listen, yeah. I think there, the players will be, they've been so looking forward to that for, you yeah. know, since we left you know, the original lane that they'll be like busting guts to make sure that we win one or two. We need to only win five of the remaining nine and we'll get top four. You think so? You've worked, you've worked this out, haven't you? Well, I, think we'll, I think we'll lose to City and <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And I'm not think, sure about Liverpool. I don't know if we'll lose to Liverpool. Mm. I would love to beat them because apparently they've started to take the bunting down from October when they want, thought they won the league. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, we should beat all the other teams that we got left at home. Yeah, I think... Yeah, obviously, I went to Burnley mm. and I went to Chelsea and they looked leggy yeah, again. we do look leggy. And they hadn't been looking leggy. Yeah. And Son had been doing well. And I... I just think maybe psychologically, I don't think it's something that they do on purpose, but when Kane came back, yeah. I think that psychologically yeah, they I just thought, right. oh, we've got him back He's now, back we don't now. have I to don't, do don't so much shifting. work. I and I right. think that they stepped up to the plate when he wasn't there yeah. and just took their foot off the pedal a bit. Mm. And, you, and you can't do that when you're I playing agree. teams like Burnham Also, I don't know, it was such, it was such a high... Um, Dortmund mm. and then that streaky win against Leicester yeah. it was so brilliant to get out of that box with mm. with you know wins and points that I just think there was and, and I thought great now we'll have a break and it was the worst thing and yeah. also I think this midfield now when we had Winks injured as well Dembele going at mm. this stage we didn't replace him and I no. think even if we went and bought I don't know <laughs> I'm not a scout. Even if they did go and buy Grealish or someone, someone with a bit of energy in that yeah. midfield who could hold on the ball, knock it around, you know, alongside no, Winks. I, I agree. And, is, and Winks is, the problem. is still young. Um, and I think he will get better and better. I think Winks has done really well since I think he's come back. I did really well. brilliantly, but I think he yeah. will, will get better. Um, I think Dyer, when he has played, he's has lived up to miss. his name. He's been a massive, he's been a massive miss. Um, yeah, he has. Because you want him facing Yama's, Chelsea, you want him facing Arsenal. When Yama's gone, yeah. you know, when Yama seems yeah. to have gone, so we haven't got that holding midfield player. We haven't got the creativity because Ericsson has just gone missing for mm. the last few weeks. He has been. Yeah. Um, and so that midfield is is the problem. They're mm. not serving the strikers. Uh, Son, I think, enjoyed playing through the middle, and if anything, Harry Kane's getting in his way a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that I think, and he hasn't fancied more. More has barely started. Yeah, he's he's got a real blind spot for Lamella, isn't he? Who listens to the show? No, I'm not a huge fan of. I don't think he does enough. We all joked against <laughs> asked when he came on. We went five minutes before he gets booked. <laughs> we were right. Yeah, we went, I, I like Lamella. Yeah, I really do. I think uh, he, he injected. He some does bite. inject. Yeah. You know, suddenly, yeah. He, he, given given that he's he's not a Londoner and he's, mm. you know, he's the one who came on and thought, well, hang on, we're not going to let him take the piss here, mm. and he he clattered into a few. No, people. but when he started yeah. on Wednesday at Chelsea, he was absolutely he was shite. Yeah, well, he wasn't getting I wasn't, at, wasn't games. at the ground, but on watching it on telly, I didn't feel I wasn't cringing watching it on telly. Well, um, you do get the feeling though that. We've had so many players like Lamella and Mora over the years. You've had the odd great game where they've been the player of the match, but so often they've just not been able to return a game when they're coming off the bench. And if you look at Manchester City and Liverpool, who have stayed in the race, it's because they've got players to come off the bench. We have to take a little bit of 
you know, let's, let's be honest about it. We've got no money. We just built a brand new stadium, best in Europe. We're not going to... Mora, for 25 million, uh, what, 18 months ago, he's our last player we bought. Yeah. Today, in today's market, he's 50. So he's a great player. There's obviously an issue there. I'm not sure Potts trusts him. Mm. You know, he's trusting a lot of players who, who I think that my patience has run out of them. Mm. You know, let's, let's, let's talk about the games coming up uh, very quickly after this short break. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back. Before we look ahead at the Dortmund game, uh, don't forget this season we've teamed up with Ladbrokes, bring you plenty of specials. Go to bet.spurshow.net, get a free £20 bet on us. Also, if you go to season.spurshow.net for a tenner a month, you can come to all our monthly live events. The next one is March 26th with Norman Giller, then April the 30th with Phil Bill, and then the big end of season Spurs show will be May the 14th at the 100 Club. We'll be announcing the guest with that soon also if you haven't tried our patreon content give it a go go to patreon.com slash spurs show it's one pound 50 a month gives you daily roundups match reports right after the game without the anti-spurs media and for a little bit more you can get ex-player interviews uh unsung hero series on this day series as well great interviews with ex-players we do this daily show every day uh in fact you can have we'll give it to you now just in case you wonder what it's like you can listen to uh today's spurs show daily right now Hello, this is Spurs Show Daily with Mike Lee, rounding up the day's Tottenham Hotspur news, rumours, speculation and downright lies. We scout all the platforms out there so you don't have to. Hello, it is Monday, 4th of March. Firstly, a special thank you to Sean Riley, who joins us here on Patreon. Obviously, lots of news after the draw at the weekend with Arsenal on the back pages and the sports internet sites. Um, the main thing coming out of the game uh, was Danny Rose's great admission uh, in uh, an interview after the match about Pochettino issuing a big rallying cry um, at half-time. According to Danny, Pochettino is normally quite calm and collected at half-time, just going through tweaking bits of tactics and stuff. But apparently we had a real chest-thumping moment and Danny went on to say this is one of the best team talks I've been involved in since I've been playing football. Well, whatever Poch said, it certainly worked because we got back into the game and got a draw. Uh, and Danny Rose ended up in midfield, which I think says more about our midfield deficiencies at the moment than anything else. But uh, nice to hear that good news. Um, obviously, Dortmund tomorrow, massive game uh, in the Champions League. We go there with a 3-0 lead. Dortmund lost again at the weekend. They lost away to Augsburg um, and now just lead the Bundesliga on goal difference. Um, if you remember, when the draw was made against Dortmund, there were nine points clear of Bayern Munich. It is now level and they're certainly doing a bit of a Liverpool um, at the top of the German league, which uh, is all good for us. Uh, team news for them, most of their players we expected to play did play against Augsburg. A few came off after an hour, obviously being uh, rested for that game. The good news with uh, Spurs, Spurs today have obviously flown off to Germany. Uh, the good news is that Eric Dyer and Harry Winks were on the plane. Obviously, Dyer has had tonsillitis. Uh, Winks had a hip injury which kept him out of the Arsenal game. The fact that they are on the plane uh, is really good news because obviously they're completely injured. There's no point in travelling. So hopefully, and we can certainly do with Eric Dyer in that midfield, I think, um, tomorrow night. 
Um, other bits of news, uh, again, reports, but this is the, these are the internet reports, so I don't know how much this is true. But according to insiders, uh, the club was hoping the game against Arsenal will be the last game at Wembley Stadium. Um, as we reported on the Spurs show daily many times, uh, we've obviously got, in a couple of weeks' time, a weekend off because the Palace being the FA Cup. There's still a very good chance our game against Brighton will be moved if they reach the FA Cup semi-final. And the club is hoping those possible extra couple of weeks will give uh, uh, us time to get the stadium open safely. Um, and we're probably looking, I think, if that is the case, at Huddersfield at home being the first game. Uh, and obviously, if we get past Dortmund tomorrow, there could be a Champions League game as well. To, well, there will be a Champions League game to 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 work out as well, which uh, could be end of April, depending on whether we get drawn home or away. Uh, little bits of transfer news. Uh, Bournemouth uh, player David Brooks, who we've been linked with for quite some time, has signed a new four-year contract for the Cherries, uh, probably to ward off teams like us going after him in the summer. Another little bit of news. Uh, we Notts uh, County striker Keon Etetti has had a week's trial playing for the Spurs under-18 side and scored twice. Um, the ex-academy head at Notts County, John Goodman, is now at Spurs, hence the uh, getting uh, this young player in. And who knows whether he'll uh, get signed up by Spurs. We can certainly do with some more young uh, strikers coming through the system. Uh, don't forget, later tonight, you can listen to the normal weekly Spurs show podcast. Um, and uh, don't forget, the special recording with Peter Taylor is now available. And we can also announce the Spurs show end-of-season live event will take place on May the 14th at the 100 Club. We'll be announcing the very, very special guests very soon. But in the meantime, keep that diary free. It's going to be a good one. Until tomorrow, come on you Spurs. There we are. That's Spurs Show Daily. Go go to patreon.com slash Spurs Show and get that every single day. Right. Um, well, just very briefly, the Chelsea game. How do you think we played against Chelsea? It, again, it was one of those games. It was they, a- they barely had a chance. We didn't have a chance. We rattled the bar. It was just it was weird from, for out from nowhere. We give away so many individual errors. Chelsea individual error. Arsenal individual error. This is what's happening when we had a bad run before this season. Yep. Silly errors by individuals. Yeah, it was a weird game. There's no way you could say Chelsea were better than Spurs. Mm. You couldn't say Arsenal were better than Spurs. I suppose you couldn't say Spurs were better. Mm. It was a weird game. Why on earth would uh, Alderweireld get turned inside out and then Lloris through his legs and then in, in the Arsenal game... Just a ridiculous mistake on the halfway own line. Goal, and the it's own just goal is time just... after time. I mean, the after... own goal. That I again? walked out again at that point. Yeah. I mean, I was away. Did the trousers was... come down again? Uh, I did. Get the no, trousers, the trousers didn't come down <laughs> at that time. But no, this was my. So, so I'm, I'm watching it, huffing and puffing, huffing and puffing, uh, and then that happened, and I actually managed to clear the room before it rolled into the net. Oh, right. I couldn't bear it. But Larice did. You know, Trippier had, had his hands out to say, "Are you coming?" And Larice. He starts to run and then he just kicked it. And it. Uh, you see, this is, this, this is what really gets to me is that supporting Spurs doesn't, doesn't matter what season you pick. <laughs> there is there is this thing where they they give us hope. Yeah. We 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 seem to achieve way beyond, beyond mm. what's expected of us. You know, we've been playing away for two seasons. We haven't bought anybody, and we're thinking we're really achieving something. Mm. But when they let you down, they do it with utter humiliation. <laughs> and that back pass at Chelsea 
in front of the that shed. Lot. I mean, you couldn't make it up. Mm. And Larice came running out of his goal. Trippier, I don't think, was even looking. And, you know, you, you know that something like that is going to happen to rip it all away. This... This time, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we were talking about we were still in the title race. And now we're talking about whether we can hold on to the top Well, let's talk about Dortmund then because we need to move on. Obviously, tomorrow, huge game. As Jeff said, the best performance of the season was the first leg. We were imperious, one of the greatest glory, glory European nights I've ever witnessed. But now we go there, and as we're Spurs fans, we're now going... Oh, early goal, blah, 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 blah. I saw on Twitter today on the Spurs show, people going, I've just, just so I get something out of the game, Dortmund are 10 to 1 to qualify. And this is awful thing you do as a Spurs fan. Rather than going, yeah, we'll get a goal there. Yeah, we'll, so we lose 2 1, as Matt said. We're now dreading this game. I, I'm, I'm not. I think we're going to, we'll certainly get through. We may, we may draw or even beat Dortmund. I am actually more terrified about Southampton. Really? Yeah. Because that is so, so crucial. And the way we're playing as well. Exactly. Um, I think, I think, I just think the pressure suddenly lifts off them Mm. because of the way, because of the campaign we've had this season, the miracle in that, in the last game against uh, Inter, wasn't it? Mm. Um, uh, You know, qualifying and then Barcelona only, you know, a miracle. I think the pressure's off. I think that's why they played so well against Dortmund. I think we'll play really well against Dortmund again uh, tomorrow. And as I say, my fear is uh, Southampton. I, I was reading the paper tonight and Harry Kane has, has said they want to go through, they badly want to go through against Dortmund to prove that there's been a progression yeah. under <coughs> Pochettino and yeah. get to the quarterfinal. Absolutely. But you do feel, I've read that and I thought to myself, so once again... We're looking at finishing third, winning nothing, but because we've gone one round more than we went last year um, in the Champions League, it, it's a progression. But, but, and I just but, don't think you it's take, enough. You, 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 take, I think, you take that, surely. Yeah, I think beginning of the season, if you said to me, you're going to be at Wembley for a whole season again, you're not going to buy any players, you're going to get to the Champions League quarterfinals, a League Cup semifinals, and finish third with a resurgent Manchester United, Chelsea and all that... I think most most Spurs fans would have gone. That, well, that's that not will a bad be season. fine as long as there's not a massive great exodus because mm. we haven't won anything again in the summer. I think we'll, let's get into the new gaff. Let's see how we get on. You know, but Dortmund have done a Liverpool. They are now being pegged. Yes, back by they, they were nine points clear when the draw was made and against they them. Lost they lost now at the weekend to Augsburg. Two yeah. other team. Don't yeah. I don't want to touch with it and make sure we mm. don't do the same. But you know they're struggling too. So you know, as a mate of mine, a good mate of mine, John said. We're third in the league. We've not bought anyone for God knows how long. We're still in this horrible stadium. Mm. I'd, if In August, if someone said, we're not going to be back at the lane, we, have, we haven't bought anyone, we're struggling, but we're going to be third, going into the middle of March, I'd have gone, have it. No, I, I think you're right. I think, but as you said, Rick, it's kind of where we were before. Yeah. That we and, were talking about the title really a couple if, of weeks if ago. If next season we're saying, oh, we, you know, we're, we're third again, but, but we, we're in a new stadium and, and we've got loads of new players this time, we'll make excuses again. We the, should. We're a top six club. There's no doubt about that. We're a top six club. The worry club. for me. But we're the only top six club that doesn't win anything. It's Potts leaves in the summer. I will say this now. If he leaves, that's our identity stripped. Mm. I, I can't see that. I really can't see that because he didn't. On, I mean, you, you know, you said it on Saturday. 
<coughs> he did not come out once when there was clear issues in that game. And, you know, not being negative, uh, he just sat in his... And again, against Chelsea, when we made a mistake, I think it was after Pedro scored, he put his feet up on the dugout, he looked at Jesus, and there was this kind of... But what Jesus are you? Well, yeah, no, Christ. you're reading too much. I don't into think, it. I, maybe I am, but I, I, just I don't feel think that. He's not I don't gonna... think Potter will, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Solskjaer will get the man. Oh, yeah, United no, job well, anyway. I'm thinking, you know, who I, and, I don't, and I don't think he would have gone to United anyway. I think the only job he would Real leave Madrid. us for Madrid. is Real Madrid. Yeah. But why would he have struggled all the way uh, to this point and then leave? I mean, I, I think his destiny is to go in, with us into the new stadium. Let, I, and that's what I hope. I really hope, but you know, I I just have that Spurs thing. I worry. Well, we do. I do it's worry. part, part I, of our I worry DNA because this guy is my identity. He's part of our DNA. Person. But 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 this what you were saying about how you know oh we're settling for third and you know I I think you you that's I think that we we've got to what comes with that is the fact. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Three seasons on the trot now, Champions League. Um, Last two seasons finished above Arsenal. I mean, you've got you you you're not going to get it straight. I don't. I think I, if you said stones. I could finish I above finish above I, I Arsenal really or win the Carabao Cup, definitely mm. finish above Arsenal. Even the yeah. FA Cup, definitely. I think it's overrated winning those competitions. Top four Champions League. That's what it's all about for me. Very quickly because we're running out of time. Uh, Dortmund quick prediction score prediction Jeff one 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 Jeff. Uh, I think we'll lose 2-1 but still go through Whoa. I'm the same as Rick 2-1 to them I think, I think we're going to lose 3-2 <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm getting nervous you grimaced when I said 2-1 oh. oh. and Southampton Southampton oh, huge games aren't they these games now 2-1 Spurs 2-1 to Spurs I think having gone all that time this season without a draw I now think we're going to draw a whole load of games and I think it's going to be a draw draw. I fancy us actually there 3-1 there we are fair enough Um, next week Theo Delaney is here Daniel Wynn Chris Cowlin Johnny Edelman Uh, if you haven't listened to the Peter Taylor special show go check that out as well that's now available very quickly Jeff I'm a huge Lauren Hardy fan thank you growing up a wonderful film how did it come about? Were you a huge fan of with, with Lauren Hardy and all of a sudden this? Yeah, thing? it's it's. I'm, I'm old enough that I I was around when um, Laurel and Hardy. I'm old enough to remember when uh, the reruns, not the original when stuff, when it came Alan out. Alan Gilzean played for Spurs, but yeah. I also remember when uh, yes, when, when yeah. they were played on the BBC on Saturday mornings. Yes, yeah, so BBC and Two that's on when Saturdays. I, that's right. That's Christmas. when I fell in love yeah, with them, and it's all tied too. up with my dad. So it was a labour of love. Wow, amazing! And why? Do, do you know why? Because you know, my brother's a massive fan. My dad, yeah. I, I, I play the DVDs to my young kids. Who owns the rights? Why aren't those shorts shown on BBC or any channel? They're just not shown anymore. Well, I'm I'm hoping that there is a bit of a renaissance with the boys from the interest generated by the movie. Um, I don't think there's. I mean, it's 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 fairly simple. The, the rights are held by uh, by a, 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 the company that made those cartoons, Lauren Hardy cartoons. They hold the rights. What for for the uh, for, the, for all really? of Lauren Hardy? Not by it's not held by the Lauren. Because the they're Laurel bringing family. the old cartoon magazine back. I've been told. Are they? Yes, oh, that's been issued. Yeah. No, I think it's just that. I think it's just that they fell out of vogue. But right. uh, but as those who know the films know, they never did. You know, they, yeah. they're they're still as sharp. They're still as fantastic and timeless as ever. Mm. You, you 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 know you you play a Lauren Hardy film now. They're silent films. Mm. With words in them. Yeah. That's that's why they they made that leap from 
black from from silent films yeah, they were, to talk. All the others were too talky. Exactly. Yeah, they they they, yeah. they they just oh we can talk <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It was crammed with nonsensical yeah. dialogue. Whereas they had the courage to say no no, less is more. Mm. Um, and unlike Buster Keaton, Charlie Chaplin, they're the only ones that made that that jump across. And it's because they didn't shed what made them great in the first place. Mm. And, and the performances from Coogan O'Reilly, I mean, it's, at times it's like watching a documentary. It is extraordinary, aren't they? Did, I mean, obviously you, you wrote it, but you, you didn't direct it. Did you kind of have to write with those actors in mind or you just go, I'm assuming they're going to nail it? No, sometimes you do. On, on this one, I didn't. I, um, I, I wrote exactly as I, as, I, as I had it in my head. Because it... Cause I, what I realised was it was not a love story, uh, not a biopic, it was a love story. Yeah. So it's about a love between two guys who realise in their old age and infirmity qu- how much they meant to who each other. Pro- who probably weren't that close during the no, heyday. No. Ollie uh, used to go off and play golf. And- yeah, very different yeah. personalities. Yeah. And in, in adversity, they were brought together. And I, I worked very closely with Steve on, on Philomena and mm. he was almost too obvious a choice. But mm. in the end, I, I talked to him about it and he, and he read it and he... And he he said, yeah, I'd like to do it. And then we, with the director, John Baird, we, we started to think about who might play Hardy. Whoever it was, it was going to be a prosthetic job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're yeah. never going to, you know, a 300-pound, yeah. you know, yeah. actor at that quality. <coughs> but um, we settled on John Riley, and, and he, he did it. You yeah, know, he's, he's both were fans. I think that's what yeah. gave us so much... But that uh, whole thing about that whole tour, because I know they did two UK tours, but for the film, it yeah. looked like it was just the one tour. Yeah. But and and Rufus Jones, I know, who has played. Um, is he a Spurs fan? Or is I don't he, know. I think, I've got you a horrible feeling he's a gooner. I don't know. I don't think he's a football <laughs> fan. Maybe I no. might be wrong. I might be wrong. Most Lovely man. Not. Yeah, but that whole tour and sort of going yeah. to these little guest houses yeah. and all that just—that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yes, that's right. They, there's a there's a wonderful book which I drew inspiration from, which is like a scrapbook. It's like a compendium. Mm of um, photographs and press reports and, and uh, theatre manager reports. Oh, okay. And you can just... It's, it's, a, it's, it's a cornucopia of Laurel and Hardy on those tours, photos yeah. of them in a pub in Nottingham and yeah. then, you know, guy, uh, shaking hands with the mayor in Edinburgh. Yeah. And, and they really, you know, it was like Plymouth day one, Newcastle day two. And they were in there, they, were, they were old guys, you know, and Hardy had problems with his heart and they really went through it but but i didn't realize as well which obviously big thing of the film was they were they were they were brassic i mean they they were they were on a wage when they were doing the films a good yeah. wage yeah but like professional footballers but they had no rights nothing like that how roached you know how roached studios how paid them very they very up, very yeah. handsomely for the day. a lot of ex-wives they, they had a lot but, of layout yeah they did they that's the other thing I, yeah. I, I the two things that stunned me loving them as a kid the two things that stunned me were number one hang on laurel's the dominant one and hardy goes along with whatever laurel yeah. says in real life yeah um and that they had loads of ex-wives yeah. and a really complicated love life stan laurel was a brilliant writer comedian director but he wasn't a businessman Chaplin was both. Mm. So what Chaplin realised was, hang on a minute, I'm going to make these films and they're going to pay me all this money, but they own the films and they're going to get all the money from the theatres and for the life of this film. So he set up his own Mm. studio, United Artists, Mm. and he owned his films. So Chaplin ended, you know, lived out his days as a multi-multi-millionaire in Switzerland and Stan... Mm. 
you know, Stan had a little flat in Santa Monica. Yeah. Well, look, if you haven't seen the film yet, even if you're not a fan of Stan Ollie, trust me, you'll laugh. You'll, I cried like a, I cried at the end. I, I admit that. <laughs> Tears of sadness and joy all mixed up. It was it was wonderful. Uh, presumably, it will go to sort of Sky Cinema and. I don't know what the post yeah, is. It's still in the cinema. You still, still go, in the cinema still in the West now. End. Yeah, and, still and in the cinema. And then, yeah, it'll have its life yeah. on, as a download and as a DVD, I even yeah. think. You know, Honestly, go, go in. And the very fact you now know that uh, the writer's a big Spurs fan makes it even sweeter. <laughs> uh, Jeff, thank you so much for I've coming really along. I've enjoyed it. Thank a, a you, Mike. pleasure. Anytime, Rick. You made it. You're Short here. And Short and sweet. But you had you added much. I came on as sub. You certainly did. You were super sub. You came on. Uh, And Matt as well. Thank you so much. Safe trip tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Everyone out there. We're here. See you all next week. Come on, you Spurs. Day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg one on this day, January the 20th, 1951, on this day, January the 14th, 1978, if you're interested in the history, landmarks and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, you'll love On This Day. And White Hart Lane erupt. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash Spurs show. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. John Pratt Brace at a con- January the 17th, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Spurs. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. 1951. Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. Top of the league and White Hart Lane a run. 1978. 2008. 1951. 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. This is a playback media production. 
Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.